0: Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need, uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well, thank you. Santi, we ready to go, Ruthie, you'll take some calls, this will be a live one, this is during the day podcast, Eleven we'll get some phone calls, we'll get the inner, in and outs, as I interview Mr. Provenzano, Michael, who works here, but also is working uh, for Army. He's an assistant coach over there, so we wanted to talk about a little college life as well, discussing college pressers, what you need to do, uh, how the goal set is different and all that stuff, and if Ruthie gets a call, we'll do customer service as well. Right, Ruthie? Sure.
1: Sure.
0: Sure. <laughs> So, Mike, thank you for coming here, sir. Absolutely. So give me a couple of uh, just observations of uh, the Army situation since you've been doing this. Give us kind of a, like a 360 view of your experience and what do you think about it?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, um, at Army, the beauty of it is that these kids are already have self-discipline and good work ethic. Um, so not to say that other teams don't, but you're going into a situation where these kids are already like very hardworking, discipline-focused. Um, so for us, I mean, the head coach and associate coach have been there for a while, but for me kind of coming in, like I'm not, you're not really dealing with like bad behavior where you have like other situations on other teams where kids are, you know, not a good GPA, getting kicked off, like problems, issues. There's really none of that going on. Um, and it speaks to just the character of the kids on the team. Um, so from that standpoint, it's kind of like refreshing to deal with, those kinds of kids like high quality kids and high quality people
0: do you find that with you're talking about army in general to other colleges they're more disciplined well i mean because of this the nature of the academy
1: yeah i would just say like in my experience just like knowing through like my college playing and my brother's college teams and stuff like that not to say that like all teams. There's definitely disciplined teams out there, but I just think it's expected at Army that you're going to be dealing with like okay. focused, disciplined, like high-quality kids that are serious about their tennis. But also, the tennis part of it for them is kind of a release because all the other stuff is, you know, more
0: intense. And makes me think: Is are the curfews harder? Like, are are, are they strict with? Uh- are they more strict than other colleges in regards to curfews yeah. and things like that?
1: Okay. Yeah, so there's more. I mean, there's just other responsibilities that they okay. have. Um, I mean, I try not to bring that stuff up when I'm there with the guys. we I mean, just try to, like, keep it light and talk sure. about tennis, talk about other stuff because, um, you know, they don't – that's kind of their escape. So, but, yeah, I mean, it's just – like, I personally, they ask me, like, they're like, how was, how was your normal college experience? <laughs> like, what's it like? And for me, I'm like, it's great. And I was like, I could never do what you guys do. And they're like, oh, why do you say that? I'm just like, I'm just not wired that way. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it takes a special kind of person to be what, like, do what they do. Correct. I mean, I got so much respect for anybody who's going to the military academy. So, like, I know personally I wouldn't be able to do it at all. But, um, you know, I, I just think it's like you got to commend them for doing it do you have an
0: idea of their like what's the day of their life of a cadet like what what's the schedule like do you have an idea no
1: i mean i uh, like roughly i mean i know they start early okay they have i mean like they have different types of training that they do um you know early in the morning and then they have their classes and stuff and then you know practice and whatever in the afternoon how long's practice three hours uh usually two give or take you know like, afternoon, a couple hours, and then, um, you know, if guys, like, do individuals or hit afterwards and stuff like that. But generally, like, team practice will be, like,
0: a um, couple hours. So there's no misconduct, obviously. So that's what you're That's saying. the thing. They're it's just, just you know, you're like, like, there's no nonsense. There's no kid hungover. There's no, yeah. you know, no, no, no sense of the word. Like, yeah. coming in, not prepared and yeah. all that stuff.
1: So, I mean, you ha- you know, that that I've just happens more, I think, in general. Not I'm not saying every team. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have, like, really disciplined teams that I have no clue about. But I just think, in general, you're dealing with a kid who is, like,
0: very... So give me the coaching. Uh, different, say, you teach a, a junior, like, a, a kid that's 10, a kid that's 12, a, a high school kid, even a decent high school kid. How is the coaching different? Like, at what... Give us a description of coaching as the phone rings. That's okay. That's part of the it's process, of it. Mike. It's part here. of it. It's live. We're live. Yeah. She can take the call. It's live. Um, so how does it change? Um... I just think in
1: terms of, like, that level of player, um, I'm not going in there and telling them change this, change that technically. Yeah. Really, it's not a lot of technical or stuff. Maybe it's a little strong. bit like certain things. I, uh, I'm not, like, getting under the ball enough. All right, so then, you know, yeah, drop it, yeah. whatever. But for the most part, I just think it, and once you reach a certain point, it's like I'm okay. not coming in there and telling them how to play or how to hit the ball. Okay. Like, okay. I'll watch what's going on, say, in a match, you know, or practice we will run drills and stuff. But, like, I'll watch what's going on on the court, and then during changeovers or, like, during points and stuff, I'll kind of be like, you got to go more deep high to his backhand and then try to come in. You know, so it's a lot more with them and just college kids in general. I think it's more strategy talk. Like, how are you going to match up with the opponent? How are you going to play? Like, what weaknesses does he have? It's not as much like where if you're teaching, you know, like intermediate beginner players or whatever it's more about technical aspects of the game it's, um, it's much more context strategic mental you need to do, yeah. right like staying focused like yeah. you know high energy let's execute this play have an idea just more tactical strategy versus like actually talking about technical aspects yeah. of swinging and hitting the ball so Go that's ahead. that becomes secondary like once you get to that point
0: yeah i would yeah. assume you're just making sure that the they also feel confident and you're in a situation yeah. where they're like, okay, uh, I trust this guy's voice. That's the big thing. Uh, he, he's not going to steer me wrong. Some, you know, That's the biggest thing, I think, yeah. on a higher level of coaching is just making sure they trust the person that they're listening to. Because everybody can play tennis at that level. It doesn't matter. It matters that, okay, this person can see some things that I can't see strategically – and he's going to offer me incredible amount of advice with a minimal amount of words. You don't have to say much on that level, and that's the big key. Um,
1: I think it's relatability, too, which yeah. is good. Like, I mean, you know, sometimes you'll get coaches who are not as relatable, so I'm saying if you can, like, be a relatable kind of person to them and say, like, oh, you know, I've I've kind of went through this before, and, you know, you're I see what's going on, and you just sort of... To me, that's a big thing, too, just in terms of... Um, you know just trying to like relate to them
0: so think about you Uh, think about on your side what have you learned at better as a coach being there what is there any other things you said well you know i don't need to do this this and this where have you felt like you've grown as a coach a bit doing this
1: yeah i mean i think my style tends to be like i don't want to go in and change a lot um especially with them like i'll kind of give my opinion and see how it sits with them about say something that's going on in the match or even like technically a little bit and say let's try to look at this let's try to you know it's more of consulting almost like i'm not going to go in and say hey you got to do this yeah yeah and the coaches up there they're not like that either you know i mean they're older they've been around a while but they're not they're not like saying you know it's more about this is what i'm seeing what do you think about this let's see if we can work on that not yeah. like this is how you have to play sure. and if you don't you're off the team so it's it's hands-on in a way because we're trying to make them better and help out, but it's also a little hands-off too because it's like, okay, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to try to give my opinion and guidance and see how you kind of go with that. Well,
0: it seems like the academy is great yeah. because usually you're trying to, the biggest discipline you're trying to do is make sure their attitude and effort are good. Sometimes even yeah. on a college level you'll get kids that are showing bad effort, but it yeah. seems like you don't have to deal with that situation. They're just ready to give effort. Some kids just, you know... On a college yeah. level, they just sometimes they'll dog it and they won't work. simply. Getting full scholarship, yeah.
1: they're just you know it's yeah. there's there's other factors that come in, but these guys are just you know which I expected going into it. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna you're not gonna have kids who are just yeah, yeah. Okay. making issues and not doing you know it's gonna be pretty
0: pretty solid. How like, do they do uh, in the fall season? How was their uh, success rate in these uh, uh, invitationals?
1: It was pretty good. Um, I mean, I think if you talk to. The coaches, they would say it could have been better okay. overall result wise, but it was three or four invitationals like no dual matches. Um, we hosted a couple, and then, um, you know, I thought it was pretty good. Spring season actually starts next week because they okay. have a shorter break, and then the first weekend we'll have something as the MLK weekend.
0: What's the goal for the team, you think? Win when the Patriot they? League, win the Patriot very League, very clear, okay. very clear goal. Are yeah. they do they have a shot? Them and that? Navy, it's Them been you Navy? know, last okay.
1: year it's been you know, they basically. It's, like, them in Navy, then you have, like, Lehigh and Boston okay. U. And a, but it's basically the goal is to win the Patriot League. Now, That's, my yeah.
0: ignorance here, I don't know. Yeah. All school is free because they serve, so it doesn't right. even matter with college. There's no yeah. scholarships because everything's free well, they, and And they
1: get paid. And they get, that, yeah. Oh, they do get on paid. On top of being free, yeah. Okay. Is that service. new
0: to the NCAA or they get paid anyways, the cadets? I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure that the cadets got pay, get paid anyway. They I'm do. not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that they get paid on top of being free free school, so okay. you know
0: in exchange for
1: the service term so.
0: what's the service term for them was it 2 years four, 5 years mm. like the navy i don't even know that's just.
1: i don't know the exact amount of years i'm not going to sit here and pretend like i do
0: but okay. it's you know whatever their commitment is you know post-cology. i wonder how many like what's the utr level of the highest player
1: uh, their range is probably mostly in the 11s 11s the the top the top guys probably like a
0: 12 one or twelve two so you'll lose the higher end because obviously kids don't want to serve right you're you're, yeah. you're gonna get a kid that want that want to it's gonna go to duke or whatever. yeah goes somebody somewhere. who's like a 13 or 14 yeah. is not going to army yeah, which okay. is fine but you still it's like
1: they're pretty really good level yeah. and uh you know but i would say the you know average average is in the 11s okay like, the starters and stuff is
0: probably, like, you know, in the 11 to 12 range. It's very competitive, though. I mean, yeah. it's super, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're talking, like, you know, we're not talking nines. Eleven's yeah. a big difference between a nine. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Um, any other things that you would recommend to students playing to be able to make a college team, like, you need the physical attributes, but any other intangibles for kids to know and say, okay, uh, if I want to do this, this is what I have to be. I just
1: think it's got to come from the player. Yeah more I see like in stories that I know of where it was forced on the kid. It doesn't work out long term. I just think even for me, for my example, like my parents were supportive but never made me feel like I have to do this. Okay. So I think being supportive as like a parent or a coach or whatever is great. But not saying you have to do this. You have to play six hours a day. You have to. Mm -hmm. So it's really to me when you talk about like going to that point, it's got to come from the kid and the player. Um, But with that said, if you decide to make a decision, say I want to play in college, they're not going to hand it to you. Mm -hmm. So you have to put in the effort. If you say like I'm going to play once or twice a week and play in high school and uh, play club, and you have to your effort level with that is going to match what you're going to come out with. So. You don't have to play in college, but if you make that decision, like don't expect to do it playing once a week.
0: But yeah, I think we so. talked about this, uh, Santi, before. It's one percent. Like if yeah. you realize out of a hundred kids that play in high school, one will play in college. Yeah. So that parents need to realize that, and kids need to realize yeah. that it's not easy. The next level to play in college is incredibly exclusive. It's very hard, and if you don't start, what was the other stat? If you don't start or play freshman year you're not playing. Yeah. Usually you're not. You're just not going to be on the team. If you're a walk-on and you luckily, have to, you luckily get on the team, I don't know, that percentage is like, uh, it's ridiculous how, how nil it is. So just have some self-awareness too, right? You know, that's the big thing. Don't come in here and go, oh, I'm going to play in college. Realize the percentages and the numbers. Goals are great, but understand it. Be aware of it. Realize how much work yeah. it's going to be and how much effort it is like we had kids play a christmas this today uh, uh, what was it what's today three days four days ago <laughs> christmas and saturday other days run together they're playing a tournament they play twice in one day and these guys are 12 and a half utrs and 13s and they're practicing twice a day on christmas so there's no mystery about it right they their parents aren't driving them here they're in college and they're getting here they need to play and they don't want even want to waste the day because most clubs are closed on Christmas. Luckily, we happen to be open and to be able to play. And those kids are like, well, can I play? You know, and that's a big deal. That extra time, think about the extra four or five hours you can play a week January besides that person, uh, the, the, your competitor not doing that. Those things, and those small margins where someone's a 12 and a half and someone's a twelve one, those are a big deal. And so realize it's just a matter of just this slight little margin that's going to make you beat somebody in the third set of a conference final or not. So, but, you know, I always end up having a PSA here of telling people it's very, very difficult, don't do it. It's pain, it's hell. We're talking about running a business same. But thinking about the business part, a lot of these Army, Navy... Air Force cadets run, end up running businesses because they're so disciplined and focused. It's amazing. So they end up being very successful be in business because they will just outwork everybody. And most of the time on the tennis court, if you have physical ability and you're above that threshold, you just got to outwork the other person. Yeah. And there's no mystery to it. It's just outworking, out-hustling, working every day, working 80 hours a week, working 90 hours. It's got... There's no magic theory like Branford Marcellus who... Uh, or Wynton Marsalis, who's a, oh my God, I should know this, great trumpet player who is is the head of Lincoln Center. They asked him, why are you so talented? People would ask him this question. You're an incredible trumpet player. What's the mystery? He goes, nothing. I lock myself in my room and I practice for 12 hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like people don't want to hear that. They want to hear, oh, quick fix. take this yeah. pill and you'll be like Bradley Cooper in Limitless and <laughs> you'll know everything <laughs> in two seconds and solve every problem. Right, Ruthie? Right. Yep. You can don't yeah. have to shake your head. No one can see it. <laughs> see, they don't want to talk about it. Um, but, Mike, it's good. It's good to get a little idea of how hard it is, how much discipline it takes, and how much work it takes to play on this level. And, again, yeah. Army is not like, again, they're not tops in the nation, and right. it's very difficult, yeah. and it's very hard. So think about it that way. I mean, you're not, you're not dealing with a team like USC or UCLA yep. or Stanford or Georgia, forget. I mean, so, but... Yeah, and I think too, it's like, what what I'll I mean, obviously,
1: if you're if you're trying to play on that level, it's great, it's awesome. But I I think more so, like, you come to realize that you don't want to kill the love for the sport. Sure. So that not every like you said, it's a one percent. Not every, it doesn't make it where like if you don't make it to army or you know wherever that you've like failed or you're, you know, shouldn't play tennis anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of look at it. I'm like. So That's where when it comes from the kid, to me, you have a better chance of that. You see sometimes, like, kids get pressured into playing, and then after college they don't pick up a racket ever again because they're just burnt out and they can't stand the sport anymore because they've been forced to do it and they don't want anything to do with it. Where if it comes from you, then it's like, I actually want to do this, so even after college is over, if I don't play in college, like, I'm still going to play throughout our whole life. And then at the end of the day for, like, us and everybody who's involved, it's like, that's really what you want. You don't want people, like, quitting at 23, you know, so... I yeah. think you put it in perspective, like,
0: either way. You can play, you know, people play club all the time. It's very fun, too. I mean, you can play club on a di- in a Division One a school. Level. It's huge. It's, it's great. You know, like, you play club in Michigan, and you're playing real yeah. tough tennis. Yeah. I mean, so there's many of avenues right. to play. Don't feel like if you don't make your college team, it's going to be over for you. So, uh, yes, I uh Oh. Son, do you have any questions for Mike? No, no, Mike. Yeah. Are you a little shy today. Son, Son's usually a big talker in these. Mike, you can't let's, shift to pickleball. <laughs> let's shift to pickleball. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> well, we went over pickleball. Yeah, we yeah. did that. We did cover that pickle, or we went pros and cons with ah. CJ, Mike. Oh, okay, on I, that. I would love to see uh, that. <laughs> I'd love to see <laughs> yeah. that. But I think that's it. Just basically yeah. a little snippet of college life and what to do. And uh, thanks for the time, Mike. No see problem. You guys. Check out the podcast. See ya. Hey, everybody, hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves. Share it.